0: This is The Unholy Union,
1: a podcast where you'll be subjected to highly offensive marital discourse.
0: If you do not feel insulted during this week's episode, don't worry, we'll try harder next week.
1: If you can relate to our ramblings, we want to be friends with you.
0: If you believe that we take it too far or our mouths are too much for you, then with as much love and sincerity as we can muster, you can suck it.
1: Welcome to The Unholy Union. Today, let's talk about our trip that we just took.
0: Yay. (laughs) 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 <laughs> it was a good trip.
1: Is that like our start to every Yay. episode now? Is
0: Yay.
1: <laughs> uh, <Yeah. laughs> we're so excited about our own topics. Right. So we took a trip and we went to, we technically, a.k.a. back home, right? Yes. To Virginia.
0: Northern Virginia.
1: Saw so our family and friends and your cousin got married. Yes. That's the reason we went up there. But also to see family and friends.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Short trip.
1: Yeah. And going back to Virginia, I think a couple people asked us, like, did you miss it? And does it still feel like home? And it's like, no.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I felt that immediately when we were, you know, just driving around. Mm -hmm. And kind of, we looked at our old house and I'm like, it's super weird that it doesn't feel like we've really lived here for we've been gone for only what a year and a half but it Almost feels two. it feels like we've been gone a lot longer mhm it really does it was like everything was familiar but i don't know i didn't really miss the area
1: right like i felt like everything was familiar it obviously is an area we grew up in and we knew it well but it's not home
0: no no, not anymore.
1: And it's weird how quickly we acclimated to Florida.
0: <laughs> well, I think we got lucky with the neighborhood and stuff that we got, you know, we bought a house in. Yeah. We lucked out. Our Our kid has kids to play with, and it's just a very friendly neighborhood.
1: For sure. And the overall experience that we've had so far has been really positive.
0: Yes. Whereas
1: we had some not-so-good experiences with the houses that we had in Virginia,
0: right? I mean, we discussed this before. How Virginia, Northern Virginia especially, is more geared towards a working adult. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's
1: someone who wants to advance their career.
0: It's a rat race there constantly because everybody is trying. They're commuting to DC. They're for I don't,
1: twenty dollars on the expressway.
0: Yeah, dollars one way to get go on the toll roads, and it, it it's just not. It it was a good place for us for a while. I mean, like you said, we were born and raised there, but I'm glad to be out of there. I miss my family. Yes. Don't get me wrong. I miss everybody that's up there, but...
1: And it was really good to see everybody. Yeah,
0: but it's just not... I don't know. It's not Florida.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's not home anymore. (laughs) Right. Well, in order to get to Virginia... We had to fly.
0: He's giving me the jeebies already just (laughs) talking about that.
1: Well, I kind of want to bring this up because I had a thought while we were going through all this. And the experience every time we fly is I'm the one guiding us through the airport. Us as in me, you and our daughter. And... You <laughs> have to take medication for flying because yes. it creates such anxiety within you.
0: And I already have. I'm prone to high anxiety. Yes.
1: We we know that, right? Yeah. <laughs> At this point. But it made me wonder, do you think, and I want to ask you first, and then I'm, I found this article. I want to ask you first, do you think it's your OCD that gives you anxiety over flying? Or do you think it's generalized anxiety or a specific
0: phobia? It's a phobia. It's it's anxiety. It's so you don't not, think it's
1: related to your OCD at all?
0: What would be my compulsion? Or my, my obsession is, I guess you could say flying, but what's my compulsion? Nothing? No, it's just anxiety. Okay. I just don't like it.
1: That's what I think, too. So I found this article on NOCD. It says treatmyocd.com, but then it has an icon. Anyways, NOCD. Anyways, that... The key identifiers for the presence of OCD as opposed to a spec- specific phobia are intrusive thoughts. Whether or not you're having intrusive thoughts over the act.
0: No, no, mine is just fear of flying. Okay. That's it. It's like
1: I agree. I think that it's a specific phobia rather than anything. Yeah, it's to do just
0: with- being nervous for days leading up to it and then kind of. Nervous and anxious when we're in the airport waiting to board. And then when we're boarding and then we start taxiing, I'm like, oh,
1: fuck! <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, that was my opinion. Like, I think it I thought it was a specific phobia. So I actually wanted to ask you and have the conversation. No,
0: it's a phobia for sure. And I think I remember the moment that it happened. So we were in Virginia and we went to the Air and Space Museum isn't that the one with the flight control tower? You can go up the, the yeah mall?
1: the um what did they call it Udvarhazi or something like that?
0: What did you just say to me?
1: <laughs> it's actually named something. It's not just air and space. But the one in um Centerville Chantilly,
0: I have no one idea. Of the two. It's in it's in Northern Virginia.
1: Okay, <laughs> moving on.
0: Well, the point is though is
1: there's another I, one in D.C. That's why I was.
0: Well, we I believe we down. took our daughter. Yeah, we took our daughter.
1: Are you sure it was the time we took her, or was it the time it was just you and me?
0: No, it was the time we took her, because we okay. took her up in that tower. Yeah. And I remember I my stomach dropped mm-hmm. as we were taking the elevator up to the tower, which got me super dizzy and all that shit. I mean, everybody kind of... some Not everybody, but sometimes when you ride an elevator, it makes you feel weird. Yeah. Why well, I started focusing on that feeling, like... I was all scared. And then when we got onto the tower, I remember looking over the edge and like almost passing out from fear.
1: So, you think it's a fear of heights?
0: I mean, no, not, I don't know, like a fear, a lack of control.
1: But you're standing in a tower.
0: Yeah, that might fall over.
1: Oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) They have towers way taller than that, buildings way taller than that.
0: Well, I don't think I'd be afraid of it now. I I do think that that was all part of the anxiety that was building my whole life. And then it finally popped. But we weren't to the pop point yet. We were Mm -hmm. still growing to that. (laughs) like, hey, next year you're going to be fucked,
1: Russ. Oh, stop. (laughs) No, it was all learning. But okay, so that's interesting that we think that it's more phobia than OCD
0: well and okay and another one I believe was we flew to Colorado and
1: oh yeah for my friend's wedding
0: yes and when we did fly into Colorado the landing experience for Denver was fucking nuts (laughs) because that airplane had to bank a lot Mm -hmm. flying through the mountains to land and I'm like nah fuck this this is not normal
1: (laughs) There was turbulence on that and flight. The, yeah,
0: both ways. And it was bad turbulence. Not mm-hmm. bad, but it was bad enough to really freak me out. I remember my, I was white knuckling for three and a half hours. And
1: we flew southwest, right? So we didn't get to sit together because we were like last boarding group.
0: On the way there, but then we decided to pay for the upgrade <laughs> so that I didn't stroke out on the way back. <laughs>
1: Uh, I laugh, but I, it's just memories, right? Oh,
0: it was so bad. I remember looking at you when we got on Southwest to, to fly to Colorado. First time we ever flew Southwest, so we didn't know mm-hmm. that the boarding groups, or that you you chose your seat. And I looked over at you, and you were almost crying because you couldn't sit next to me, and you knew I was dying inside. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you were freaking out because you knew... That I didn't want to do it in the first place, and I was dying, and then, yeah, I don't know. I I, I remember that entire trip, even though we were there to have fun. And we did have fun, but I was scared. Scared? No, I mean, when we were in Colorado on the ground.
1: Because you were anticipating the flight back.
0: Yes, and it ruins everything. Mm-hmm. It, it's fucked up. We were there for, what, three days, four days, something, something like, like that? It. Yeah, but the whole time, I'm scared. I'm freaking myself out because, oh, I got to get on an airplane again. It's like, <laughs> that's no way to live. Plus, the drive and stuff was kind of brutal.
1: Yeah, we did have a long drive after. But I think you did a lot better on this trip, though, than the Colorado trip.
0: Well, I did better on this trip, and then I had to take another trip, what, last November for work. Mm-hmm. And I did okay on that one, too.
1: Well, on that one, you did completely by yourself. Yes. So
0: So I took... Two clonazepam, I think. <laughs> one for, one for you, and one for our kid.
1: Oh, okay. I
0: didn't have my support system there, so clonazepam was my support system. Goodness. D- 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 don't don't do drugs, kids.
1: <laughs> <laughs> these are prescribed. <laughs> yeah, these
0: are prescribed specifically for anxiety, so I'm allowed. <laughs> but I don't. I don't recommend it, though. Truthfully, the only reason I take it is. Honestly, I feel like it might be a little bit of a crutch for flying for me. I want to work my way out of it and not take it. But I'm also afraid of being 30,000 feet up in the air and having a fucking panic attack. I know. And then the flight attendants come over and they slap me seven times and say, shut your mouth and then tie me to the seat.
1: Tape you up. You remember that that one lady? Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. to
0: yeah. yeah, we don't yeah. want to get to that point. Yeah, that, that'll help. <laughs> I'm having a panic attack. Take, duck, take me to the seat.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, did you know that the phobia for fo- the fear of flying is called aerophobia, A-E-R-O-phobia?
0: No, but that makes sense.
1: No, I thought so, too. And research suggests that it affects about 25 million adults in the U.S.
0: That's a lot. I honestly thought it would be more. I mean, so I bet it is more. It's just a lot of people think that it's normal to be afraid of it.
1: Yeah, probably not pop on like a...
0: Which it's true. I mean... A survey or whatever. You get nervous doing anything that's kind of out of the ordinary, I think. Uh,
1: Flying is not fun to me. Like, it's not something that I'm like, yay, I can't wait to get on the airplane. No, it's just the fastest way to get from A to B. Yeah,
0: but do you get nervous?
1: I don't get nervous. But I'm not enjoying myself.
0: No, but that's different than me. I'm fearful. Yeah. You're not fearful.
1: No, but I'm not happy.
0: (laughs) I mean, I don't, truthfully, looking at the people in the airports, I don't think anybody's happy. Yeah. A fucking dude in a full-on gas mask was there.
1: The, yes that was true oh my god uh, the only people who i think are happy because we left out of orlando because it was cheaper to fly orlando to dc than it was tampa to dc but anyways we left out of orlando and the only people that looked happy were the ones with like the mickey ears and just got got to disney Woo!
0: yeah they were coming in to florida <laughs> it's like see this is why we don't do this uh-huh. we don't fly out of florida because people fly here to have fun
1: But another fact that I thought was interesting about aerophobia is that it's most common between people of the ages 17 to 34.
0: So maybe I'm about to grow out of it. (gasps) I wonder. You know, honestly, though, this flight was not bad. Yeah. It makes me less fearful fearful for our next flight that we have to do.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And it makes it a lot less of a big deal. I don't like flying, but... If I can get this fear under control to where, yeah, I don't have to take this medication and it's not like a drag to do it while I'm in whatever destination I'm at and I'm not freaking out the whole time because I got to fly back, Mm -hmm. then that's good.
1: I also think the more we do it, because when we were in Virginia, we really didn't do it.
0: We never flew.
1: Right. I think I flew once before I was 16. Once before I was 16.
0: Yeah, I, I that that was and then me too.
1: One more time at 16.
0: I flew to Louisiana and back to Virginia, and that was it. Until, I flew to Orlando. <laughs> until we flew to Miami.
1: Mm hmm. Together on our class trip.
0: Yep, on our class trip. And that was it.
1: Yeah, that was it for a long time.
0: Until Colorado.
1: Until Colorado, yeah. yeah.
0: So we've, I mean, we've, uh, we haven't flown very much.
1: Right. But I thought that was interesting that aerophobia is between this age group, and they say it's because of the significant changes that occur in your life, such as graduation, marriage, and childbirth. It's like the most developmental times in your life.
0: See, and I think that a lot of people go through a mental type thing during that time.
1: So midlife crisis is no longer a midlife crisis, it's... Like, quarter-life crisis?
0: No, I'm saying, like, what I did, mine was obviously an extreme example, but I had a breakdown. Right. I think that happens to a lot of people. It just, everybody works through it in their own ways and may not have to go to the hospital like I did. Well. But I do think a lot of people, it's almost like a coming-of-age thing.
1: I agree with that. You know? I do. I think that as you get older, the more self-aware you become, the more you try to learn about yourself and not be a shitty person.
0: Yeah. Well, <laughs> you, you, you're you definitely... you. I feel like as you grow, you become less selfish and more <laughs> like you want kids and you want to have a house with your family and all that stuff. And then once you do that, once you do have kids, it's like it's still a lot of pressure. Mm-hmm. So then... That can blow up. Like when I took that job, that was a lot of pressure. And I was like, I have to be able to do this because I have a wife and kid that I've got to make sure they're fed. (laughs) (laughs) Not by ramen.
1: (laughs) Ramen is delicious. Let's be clear. I mean, it is.
0: But that your salt content would fucking shoot through the roof.
1: Well, speaking of pressure, let's talk about what happened to your ears. Oh, shoot. Did you know that this affects more than 3 million people per year? What? They call it airplane ear.
0: Yes, and I, I definitely had that. hmm Oh, that was excruciating pain. See, and that, and that didn't even bother me that bad. Like, I'm not afraid to fly because of that. Right. But it was fucking awful.
1: You want to describe the pain?
0: Um. So you go get two chicken skewers. You put them in lava.
1: Chicken skewer? <laughs> yeah.
0: The, the, Is that the, all the, you the, thought? The skewer stick, but they have to be metal. <laughs>
1: Is that really the only thing you can come up with? Yeah. Chicken skewers. But, okay.
0: But you go stick them in lava, and then you shove them into your ears as far as they can go. Downward, so it goes into like your neck and your cheek areas. Oh, it was fucking horrible. Uh It hurt so bad and it wouldn't stop. Yeah. And then on top of that, I was deaf.
1: Yep. They say you can be slightly to moderately deaf for a certain amount of time.
0: I was, I would say I was more than moderately. So my right ear was less affected than my left. But my left ear was like, I'd say 80% blocked. Mm -hmm. I couldn't hear shit out of that ear. And it flipped me out.
1: I truly believe, though, it's because we use in-ear headphones.
0: Well, noise-canceling in-ear headphones, because they create that little, like, it's almost like negative pressure in there. Mm -hmm. And that might have contributed to it for sure. But it was scary. So I felt this hot needle sensation in my ears that would not stop. And then my ears start popping real bad. So I'm kind of like adjusting my jaw, trying to alleviate it. Mm -hmm. It wouldn't go away. And then finally, my left ear went completely like deaf. My right ear kept popping, popping, popping. It went probably like 50% deaf. Mm -hmm. So I was flipping out like, holy shit, not just from the pain, but from going. I was like, my fucking hearing just went out. Then we got home. And I have this scope that you—it's like a little teeny camera. And I looked in my ears; my left ear was bloody. Mm-hmm. It had, I guess, the fluid in there was kind of saturated with blood. And then my right ear had fifty bubbles in it. It Tiny was little bubbles. It was so creepy. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh.
1: And what did you do to alleviate the pain?
0: I took medicine advil yeah Yeah, well i took that on the plane because i was panicking i was like i better hurry up and take something before this gets even worse so i took that but honestly i tried to do the the blow through your like hold your nose and blow type exercise Mm -hmm. but that shit hurt
1: yeah i don't think they recommend they
0: do i think i think that you got to be real careful i wasn't blowing hard but and then i would uh you know, work your jaw out, kind of like you're chewing gum or yawning. Mm-hmm. And then my my right ear, when I would do that, it would go pow. And it was like a huge pain in there. Right. It was ridiculous.
1: Well, some of the things that they suggest as far as treatment are to take NSAIDs, which are Tylenol and all that.
0: Or don't fly.
1: <laughs> Decongestants. Yes. Uh, they also recommend swallowing, chew gum, yawn which opens the tube to hopefully unplug everything. And they even have earplugs that you can put in for pressure Yeah, they're called
0: earplanes. Earplanes? That's what they're called. That's the brand name. Clever. I'm going to buy some for our trip.
1: (laughs) Our next trip. In July. Yeah. Don't blame you. But I figured, you know, maybe that could be a tip, right? For people who don't fly as often, if you... If your ears, or if you have allergies, or you,
0: or you have a cold, and I think that was part that was a big con- contributing factor to mine too, was I was kind of congestion. I was congested already, and they say that that does make it worse,
1: right? So maybe that's a tip. Buy those. What'd you call them? Earplanes.
0: earplanes Take something that'll decongest you before you fly. Mm-hmm. Put the earplanes in before you get on the airplane, and then don't take them off until. You're off the airplane. Right. Seriously. I mean, it's not worth... That shit was painful. I can't even explain it.
1: Don't put the in-ear headphones either.
0: Yes. I don't know. I don't see... And I don't know if it would have helped if we had over-the-ear headphones that were noise-canceling. Because they still kind of give you that feel of weird pressure.
1: Well, maybe we need non-noise-canceling ones. Or we just
0: turn the noise-canceling off on the -the over-the-ear. Because, I mean...
1: You can do that on the Bose ones, right?
0: Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, over-the-ear ones with noise-canceling, you want noise-canceling sometimes, just not when you're flying.
1: Mm. Well, there's some other tips that I actually found on this article from Nerd
0: Wallet. Don't fly.
1: <laughs> Stop. You're flying. Get over <laughs> it. Uh, one is to check the airline's luggage requirements. This to me is a very big deal because how many times did they say over the intercom while we were sitting there waiting that there may not be enough space in the overhead and they would have to check your bag kind right. of
0: Right.
1: So to me like the the size and the weight of your bag matters.
0: What does that have to do with your ears?
1: It's another tip I just said.
0: For flying. Yes. I'm very confused right now. <laughs> You went from earplanes and ear hurting to, to, to right. I said that's a good tip,
1: and then the next thing I said, I found a nerd wallet article <laughs> that gives more tips.
0: Okay, more tips for flying. Yes. Okay, keep going.
1: Okay, <laughs> I'm glad we got you there. We're there. All right. Took a while. Check the airline luggage requirements. My
0: ears are still blown up. So
1: okay, that's what it is. Sure. Next, pack your essentials in your carry-on. I thought this was an interesting rule because, once again, the idea of if you check your bag, you may never see it again. Right. So putting your essentials in your carry-on, that way you're not without underwear for a week or however long you are going wherever you're going. Yeah. So I thought that was smart. Well, I
0: mean, we try to travel carry-on only.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, that's my goal in life.
0: But that's short trips. Although they do have, have you seen the videos of people packing their suitcases? Like if they, you can do it in a way that you can pack like a week's worth of shit in a carry on. I did it. It's in. We were there for like two days.
1: But for Colorado, I got everything of ours in a carry on.
0: Yeah, but. We burned it all at at Colorado. Oh, would you stop?
1: (laughs) So the next one says, keep your ID handy. I think that's pretty self-explanatory. You got to get through TSA. Yeah.
0: I mean, that's one thing that you need an ID for in the United States is to fly on an airplane. Mm -hmm. Not to vote, though.
1: (laughs) The next, moving on. (laughs) (laughs) The next one is wear easy to remove shoes. Our daughter thought this was the craziest thing ever. That she had to take her shoes off and walk through the airport.
0: Well, she didn't have to.
1: Well, so- I told her to, thinking that we were gonna have to go through the big tube thing that takes your picture. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So
1: I told her to, and she thought it was insane. But because she's under the age of 13, we just go through the metal detector as a family due to her age. She can't, she's not allowed in the picture thing. Yeah. So. I told her to take her shoes off. She looked at me like I was nuts. And she goes, where's my shoes going? Where are they going?
0: Yeah, they're getting (laughs) x-rayed.
1: You'll get them back. (laughs) Um, So that was fun. And one of the other tips is to respect other passengers' space.
0: Oh, don't get me started on that shit. (laughs) Flying to Virginia, we were in the TSA line, which nobody wants to be in. TSA is not fun. and I would step up, and this dude would step that one step that I stepped to get away from this guy. <laughs> he would step into my space again. So I would put my suitcase kind of behind me a little bit and, and j- to create a buffer, and somehow he would still be touching me. Mm. I'm like, dude, I don't know you like this. You need to buy me dinner <laughs> before you get all frisky with me. Uh-huh. This is pissing me off. And it was the entire line. And we were in the line for like, what, 20 minutes? hmm So he was up my ass for 20 minutes.
1: Didn't even buy a dinner for No,
0: me. no. And it pisses me off. Because oh. that airport dinner would have been worth it. Because that shit's expensive.
1: <laughs> well, on my work flight I took recently to St. Louis, Missouri, on the way home, these two guys were sitting in... The window seat and the aisle seat and the middle seat was open. It was a packed flight. I was in the last boarding group, saw the seat, took it.
0: Oh, so you were on Southwest? Yes. Okay, so you didn't have assigned seats. I got you.
1: Yes. And I sat in between these two gentlemen. Well, apparently they knew each other. They were friends.
0: Of course they did. They were fucking around.
1: And they were drunk off their ass. And some of the conversations they were having over top of me. Yeah, that's As well as trying to have conversations with me they asked how old i was and i said i was 32 and they said oh you look like you're 23 and then two seconds later can you get us a drink they won't serve us anymore I'm like <laughs> no See, i'm not gonna buy you a drink I,
0: that's that's disrespectful to me it's like leave me the hell alone right flying sucks no yep. matter what i mean they if- were
1: bigger dudes too like they were you know close to 200 pounds and like feet. Four, six, five. Like, they were tall and big.
0: But if you're going to do that. So I'm
1: this little person in the middle seat. Like, don't have any armrests and just.
0: Yeah, but. They're drunk. <laughs> sit next to each other and then cut up and talk to each other. Stop trying to pull in people that clearly don't want to be talked to.
1: I mean, I was being nice, I thought. I know. But I just wanted to go home. But
0: most people just let me get home. Mm-hmm. Get me off this airplane.
1: Well, the la- our second to last tip on this is to have a backup plan ready, and I thought we were going to need one on the way to Orlando. It's oh. about two hours with traffic oh. away from our house.
0: Turned into close to three hours.
1: Yeah. No, it did not. It was 2
0: 2.15. Like, I thought it was like two hours and 30 minutes.
1: No, that's not three hours, honey. It's not 2.15 either. <laughs> <laughs> um And then finding a parking spot.
0: Oh, my God. Uh, that was frustrating.
1: That was bad. But also, it was Memorial Day weekend. So, you know, it was just. Big old cluster, but I thought we were going to have to have a backup plan on whether or not we missed our flight due to not being able to find a parking spot. I mean, people were literally parking where they were not allowed to park. Yeah,
0: it said tow zone, right? Or they were parking in front of the uh, the fire station in the garage. If somebody's car caught fire, that's where the hoses and stuff are.
1: Yep, it's like solid yellow lines. Yeah. Like they had, they gave zero fucks.
0: And I'm like, you yeah, get your miss car, my my plane. Your, your car's not going to be here when you get back there, mm-hmm. bro.
1: Well, the last tip on here says to be at the airport two hours early. And we actually had this conversation in the airport that either you're early or you have 10 minutes before you board.
0: Yeah, you're running to your plane like Home Alone shit.
1: (laughs) There's no in-between. And if somebody has mastered it where there is an in-between and they get there like maybe, what, 30, 45 minutes before they have to board their plane, so it's not a long time. If you have mastered this, let me know how you do it.
0: Yeah, I mean, we were sitting in the fucking airport to come home.
1: (laughs) For like two, three hours?
0: Oh, and then they (laughs) delayed it because there was a maintenance issue. Yeah, that helps my anxiety. Maintenance issue, airplane's
1: broken, what? (laughs) You feel like they would have a code word for that. Rather than saying maintenance issue, like why wouldn't they say, I don't know, this guy's purple right now. Right. (laughs) I don't know.
0: Pilot ate Taco Bell before he boarded and he made a mistake.
1: We're going to be delayed. Or <laughs> just somebody blew out the toilet, you know? Like, yeah, they're
0: they're fixing the toilet.
1: I don't know. Something along those lines. Rather than telling us that there's a maintenance issues that the pilot found on the, what did they call it? The dashboard or something like, what the fuck?
0: Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, I'll drive. <laughs>
1: I mean, I didn't like hearing that either. And then they bored us on that exact plane.
0: Uh huh. So they didn't even move the plane out. They were like, "Ah, oh, it'll be done in a half hour." I was like, well, "What'll be done?" <laughs> du- duct tape and <laughs> Is glue. It a
1: light bulb.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh my um, god. So that
1: that was fun. But the whole two hours early thing, like. We got there really freaking early on the way home. On the way there, they were boarding in like 15 minutes. (laughs) Right. Right. Yeah. If there's an in-between and you have mastered it, let me know. Well,
0: I will say, though, that getting there and boarding in 15 minutes did help me a lot. Really? It was a lot less anticipation.
1: I don't know. I feel like I, I mean, I don't have anxiety over flying, but I have more anxiety with the idea that we're going to be late. Yeah, I I
0: know. You were freaking me out. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. It's like, we're here. If we miss it and we have to take the next flight, it is what it is.
1: Yeah. And we were in the last boarding group again, so we had plenty of time. Oh, yeah. Anxiety. So then I also saw some tips for flying on planes with kids. And there were actually a lot of kids on our flights that we had.
0: Yeah, but on the way to Virginia, there was one that was not happy.
1: No. I felt bad. Yeah, lots of kids who aren't happy on planes. But I feel like I'm not going to judge them because who knows? The kid maybe didn't take a nap that day. You know, who knows what they're going through? But I'm saying, like, I feel like there's a way to pack the personal item that the kid brings on to keep them entertained, at least for a while. And, again extenuating circumstances. The kid doesn't take a nap that day. This might be all moving. Oh, well,
0: and I, I just, I feel bad for them because you could clearly tell that they were embarrassed.
1: Yeah, I'm but like
0: why? Exactly. Don't
1: be embarrassed. They're kids.
0: If somebody says something, most of the people on this airplane are going to take up for you.
1: Right. Most people have kids and know that kids are kids.
0: They're uncontrollable animals. <laughs> so like, it—it right. is what it is what it is
1: but I think we could pack their personal items in a way that keeps them entertained, right? You always pack a snack.
0: Yeah, or duct tape them to the seat.
1: Stop it. <laughs> 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 always pack a snack. And one of the tips that I actually found really helpful is you actually bring an empty water bottle into the airport through yeah, TSA. I,
0: I like that tip.
1: And fill it up at the refill station inside the airport once you get to your gate. Yep. So that way, you're not spending five dollars for a water bottle in the airport.
0: Yeah, or you forget that you can't bring more than 0.69 ounces into the airport. And I think it's
1: three point four five, but
0: uh, don't I, quote I me. like six nine.
1: Okay, yeah. well, you know.
0: <laughs> but uh,
1: I'm sure nobody found that surprising.
0: It, it, what do you mean? <laughs> but yeah, it's a good idea because you you bring your own bottle, you don't have to worry about throwing it out. And what we do is we fill it up to go to the airport. So we have something to drink on the way to the airport. And once we get there, if there's still some left, they usually have stations around where you can just dump it. Right. And then we'll dump it and then take it through security. So we have water up until security and then right after security.
1: Exactly. Yeah. I think if you have snacks and a water bottle, that's number one tip. Number two tip.
0: Buy your kids a tablet. <laughs>
1: Buy a tablet and make sure that it has headphones. Yes. And I know that sounds horrible, but if you only use it for travel, I swear to you, it is a sanity saver.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, it. there's so much stuff you can da- You can download movies, pre-download movies, pre-download some games, and there's a billion things they can do on that thing for two, three hours. Right.
1: But if you're not so into the tablet thing, you can also pack coloring books. You can also pack the little Velcro thing. Go down the dollar aisle. <laughs> at Well, that didn't make any sense. I was going to say the dollar aisle at dollar store, but I guess that makes sense because not everything's a dollar. Anyways,
0: no.
1: you go <laughs> through the dollar store and you find cheap little toys, something new, make it you know exciting like it's a new toy, and just give them things to do for that amount of time. Again, not every kid is going to make it through a flight of two and a half hours and be little mice.
0: No, but that's why you drip feed them the stuff you get too. If yep. you downloaded a hundred movies, pick one, make them stick to that movie, and then
1: or not if you have a hundred, who cares? Let them well, bounce yeah. around. Yeah, I
0: mean, or like if try to get them to focus on one thing and then slowly drip feed them the rest of it so that they don't get bored.
1: Right, and. Play with them. who cares? You're all you're everybody's stuck on the same flight for two and a half hours. Play with the toys with them. right. It'll only make the time go by faster and everybody will be happy.
0: Unless you're me and you're having anxiety and you squeeze the toy so hard it breaks in half.
1: Would you stop? <laughs> I think we'll close out today with some, unless you have other things, but we'll close out today with some of the things that we heard. On our trip.
0: Well, I wanted to bring up the. I mean, I already said it earlier, but we saw a dude in a full fledged like fucking World War II gas mask.
1: <laughs> Why World War Two? I guess, well, I guess they had tear gas. Yeah, right? yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. But it looked like one of them old school Mustard with the guess. with the canisters all over the place. I'm like, holy shit, where's he going? <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> we saw that. Yeah, and he. I'm like, how you? Where are you going? <laughs> I don't. Tell me what flight you're taking, and I will never go there.
1: (laughs) Well, some of the things we also heard on our trip, uh, one gentleman was walking around the the airport near our gate, and he was talking on the phone, and he just says out loud, my shoes don't match my outfit.
0: Yeah, my shoes don't match my outfit. He was mad. (laughs) He was mad. I think he was talking to his mom. His mom didn't pack shoes that (laughs) matched his outfit. I'm like, really?
1: He was definitely one of those guys, too, that, like, everything has to match on it. Oh, yeah. And
0: and let's be clear. This dude was close to 30 years old. Mm -hmm. And it's he he sounded like he was yelling at his mommy. (laughs) Mommy, you didn't pack the right shoes. They don't match my outfit.
1: And then the next thing is, like, how many times they came over the intercom at the D.C. airport was hilarious. Oh. People leaving stuff at TSA. And one of the times they came over the intercom, they said, if you're missing kids' shoes and jackets, please report back to TSA. And I was like, oh, my God, somebody lost their kids.
0: <laughs> I know. I think they did it on purpose. <laughs> they put that pause in there and made it sound like somebody left their kids. I mean, if somebody did, they probably did it on purpose. <laughs>
1: Then uh, one of the other things was near our gate. They they had a dual bridge. Have you ever heard of this before in your life?
0: Oh yeah, this Where was crazy. They
1: actually had when you you know scan your ticket and you're walking down the gangway to get onto the plane. I guess it's a, a there's what a they fork call, in the road. <laughs> a dual bridge meaning it goes in two different directions. Well, they came over the intercom and said, "You will stay straight. Continue straight." Don't turn.
0: No, they said walk 40 paces, (laughs) turn left, walk 10 paces, turn right, walk 25 paces. They did not. And I said, well, I'm glad that's not our flight because (laughs) I'd be screwed. (laughs) I would have got lost. I'd have been like uh, John Travolta, that gif where he's looking around like, where the hell am I supposed to go?
1: (laughs) a lot of pressure to put on people traveling. Oh, yeah.
0: I mean, I had a clonazepam that I had taken just then, too. And I'd have been like, nope. <laughs> you better drag me into there because I have no idea. needs to idea. be down
1: there. Where am I going? <laughs> well, then on the actual flight, <laughs> the lady in front of us, I, I guess, asked for a Coke.
0: Oh, yeah. This was hilarious. And
1: she received a cup full of ice, but... There was water at the bottom of it. There was
0: a ton of water. It wasn't like she was being a Karen. Mm-hmm. The 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 flight attendant scooped, went too deep when mm-hmm. she scooped, and half water, half ice. ice. So she wanted a new cup. Mm-hmm. And I get it. I mean, you don't want to pour whatever she was drinking in to that because then it doesn't taste good. Mm-hmm. And then the she she said. Hey, flight attendant, lady, can you please give me another cup? And she said, well, it's just because the ice melted. And she looked at that flight attendant and she said, ice melts? What? <laughs> I want to be friends with her. I laughed so
1: hard. I want to be friends with her. Like, it, if you're that much of a smart ass, <laughs> like, let's be friends, please. She said,
0: "What? did you? Ice melts? (laughs) And then she looks at her boyfriend and she said, did you know that ice melts? I'm fucking stupid. She didn't say that. She did. She (laughs) said, I can't believe I'm fucking stupid. Or she said something along the lines of, she thinks I'm fucking stupid, you know? (laughs) Because she did. She, I mean... The flight attendants from Orlando to Virginia were kind of dicks. Yeah. They weren't, you could tell they didn't want to be there. And I've had planes where I've had really good crews. Yeah, absolutely. Really, really, really nice. And they seemed like they actually gave a shit. But this crew, I was not a fan.
1: (laughs) Maybe that's just the airline we rode on that time. But the last thing I wanted to bring up is our daughter's awareness. Her awareness of things that are happening around her now, and I don't know if it's just because she can read.
0: Oh, yeah, that's a problem.
1: Or if she is just absorbing more. like
0: I don't think we should teach kids to read until they're 18.
1: <laughs> until it's time to vote. <laughs> yeah. Um, but her awareness, it really threw me off because she's starting to read all this stuff, and it says, life vest under seat.
0: Why do I need a life vest? <laughs> right?
1: Why is it under my seat?
0: What is a life vest for? Uh-huh. We're flying. We're not in water. Are we
1: going to get in water? Like, no, honey. They just have to have it. There's you a don't slide? <laughs> well, and then they start talking about the face masks that drop down for oxygen. And Why do I need that? It's like, honey, you won't need it.
0: And so the anxiety begins. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is how it happens. You won't need it. She's. I'm not wearing that. So, okay. You I don't gotcha. have to.
0: <laughs> Holy shit! Well, you know what was also weird. It, they they were doing their spiel about safety seat belts, life vests, and then they go on there and they say, "If you need an infant vest, ask the flight attendant." I'm like, "We're we gonna have enough time?
1: <laughs> what are you gonna do? Throw with him? <laughs> yeah. Over the what seat?
0: is it? Is it in the shape of a fucking frisbee? Or I mean, I'm confused." Just see one of the flight attendants for the infant life vest. I'm like, I, if we're in a crash, mm-hmm. I don't think the the flight attendants are going to be sticking around to find you an infant life vest. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. It's every man from himself.
1: Well, and then the other thing I noticed too, I don't remember them ever doing this, but maybe they always have. I just, maybe my awareness has grown, but they actually asked people who are sitting in the exit lines, lanes now. Yes. And actually make them say out loud, audibly, "Yes, that I will accept this responsibility." Yes, 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 yes. So,
0: so on my flight back from Austin for my work trip, there was a lady. I was in the uh, emergency exit lane, and honestly, I highly recommend it if you're old enough because leg room, leg room for days. (laughs) <laughs> the only thing is you got to say yes you'll 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 take responsibility and you'll help or whatever you know I don't know
1: yeah I'll be the first one out the exit door yeah right
0: i'll I'll open it up and I'll be like <laughs> but um there was a lady she didn't speak English no no English at all and the flight attendant looked at her and said do you accept responsibility blah 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 whatever their spiel is and she she looked at her son which was sitting behind us and she said nope you look at me mm-hmm and she couldn't speak english so she had no idea what the lady was saying so she said you can't sit here so she made her and her uh i think her son may have swapped no the person sitting next to her son said i'll, I'll just take it so he can sit next to his mom or whatever which he was a nice guy Aww. and uh i thought that was interesting too like you have to you have to understand instruction too and i yep. think that's super important to him like if we do go down and we're floating around in water with our life vests, you have to understand what to do mm-hmm. or take instruction and understand instruction from the flight attendants because hopefully they aren't panicking.
1: Right. Yeah. So I thought that was really interesting. I, that, I think the first time that I heard that was on the flight, I guess it may have been the St. Louis flight.
0: Yeah, I've, I've heard it before. Before that, really? Yeah, because I I, they did it on my Austin one.
1: Huh? Yeah, I feel like it's honestly for me it feels new. So maybe it's always been there, but well, and maybe the interesting
0: the only reason I noticed it was because I was um in the in the lane, right? So,
1: well, on that note, anything else to add about our trip to Virginia this time around?
0: Everybody in Virginia that's still there, that's family. You need to move to Florida.
1: That's a good sign-off. Thank you. (laughs) Well, I think we're going to have a kid talk for this
0: week. Are we?
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, ask her about the the trip?
1: Let's ask her about the trip.
0: All right. John Cena.
1: (laughs) 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 Now that we got that out of our system, (laughs) can you tell us what you thought about flying to Virginia?
0: I had to be on my tablet. And I can't, I don't have internet. You don't? Oh, that is true. You did not have internet on the airplane, so you couldn't play Roblox. Yeah.
1: Kind of good. Well, what did you think about flying? Is it fun? Is it scary? It's fun.
0: You like it? Even though you have to sit there for a couple of hours? Yeah.
1: Well, what do you think about Virginia? It didn't snow.
0: It's summer.
1: <laughs> and also, <laughs> Daddy fixed my internet. I had no Wi-Fi. Stuck on the internet. Uh-huh. And
0: yeah. she needs the internet. I'm kinda worried. What do you what would you do if you didn't have internet?
1: Barbies. You, you play d- Barbies? Yeah. And I'd be bored.
0: <laughs> I get it. I totally understand.
1: Well, tell us about the wedding. What was your favorite part?
0: When she was shaking my hand like this. When the bride was dancing with you? Yeah. Okay. Okay. What was your favorite part about the entire trip? Don't know. What do you mean you don't know? There's got to be something that you... Everything? The whole trip. What about seeing... Your grandparents and your great grandparent. Yeah. You like seeing your family? Yeah. Can you talk normal please? <laughs> yes, I like seeing my family. Well that's good. Well do you do you want them to move oh, down right. here? Huh? Do you want them to move down here? Yes. When? Today. Okay.
1: What was your least favorite part when I left?
0: That's valid. <laughs> I I get that. Did you notice anything weird in the airports? Yes. Like what? So, when I was riding in the airport, another guy sat in front of me, and then the chair went boom, boom, back and forth, back and forth, and I was uncomfortable with that. Oh. My table was flipping up and down. Oh.
1: Oh, so the person in front of you was trying to lean their chair back, and it was messing with your tray? Yeah. Yeah. What did you think about going through security and having to take your shoes off? What? No.
0: Yeah.
1: Louder, please. I don't like that. Why? Because I have to be naked shoes.
0: <laughs> naked shoes. <laughs> no naked feet. Naked, naked feet. <laughs> feet? That's the alright, I'm I'm patent pat pat patent. Patent? Patent? Putting a patent (laughs) on that term. Trademark. Naked feet. Naked feet. (laughs) Make a t-shirt.
1: Anything else about the trip that you want to say? Did you miss our dog? Yeah.
0: I did too. Reason, I wonder why I missed Matt. And the cat. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And my toothbrushes. Oh, Oh. that's that's a good... uh, I don't have to just... Move it. You don't like manual toothbrushes because you're bougie. I'm um, bougie like a police yeah. on dinner. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: thanks for the kid talk. Thank you. Love you. you
0: wanna go okay. You can, you can hang up. It's what you do with the things you love.